In this episode, we will discuss Annals School of Writing History. In 1929, a new journal called Annals de Histoire Economique et Sociale appeared in France, featuring the work of a new generation of historians, Lucien Fabio, Marc Bloch, Ferdinand Brodel and Ernest Lebrosse. Until the turn of the century, traditional history was built around the acts and facts of great men, political and military personalities who became the stuff of legends, Alexander and Caesar, Genghis Khan, Louis XIV and Napoleon. These exceptional individuals defined the scale of history, their deaths signaled a change of era and also of books and authors. The movement was in search for a larger and a more human history by its rejection of the predominant conceptions of writing history, namely a focus on political military history, concentrated on the analysis of short periods, a narrative style of events, what they called a stamp collecting mentality in collecting facts and events. The annals wanted to integrate insights and methodologies from anthropology, geography, sociology, economics and psychology. It was interested in longer time spans, the social history of everyday life and mentalities that is modes of consciousness. In essence, it was an analytical history which looked at economic and social history in a long-term perspective, departing from a traditional event-based historiography. These historians rebelled against traditional historians' obsession with wars and states, the great men of history and looking at development as linear. Annals school historians examined phenomena and their underlying causes in depth with a particular attention to long stretches of time. Peter Burke has divided the movement in three phases or generations. Phase 1, 1920-1945, the movement is very radical and subversive and strongly opposes the tradition of political history, supported by Mark Bloch and Lucien Weber. Phase 2, 1945-1968, the movement becomes a school of thought with its main concepts that is structure, conjuncture and method that is serial history of changes over the long term and was supported by historians like Vernon Brodel and Ernest Leprosse. Phase 3, 1968-1989, the school becomes more fragmented and shifts its concern from the socio-economic to socio-cultural history and was supported by historians like Ariel, Bordua, Goffman, etc. Phase 1 Mark Bloch. Bloch started with a study of what is called collective illusions. In the royal touch, he looked at the belief that the king's touch could cure people from diseases. He compared France and England on long-term scale and analyzed how such collective illusions survived after the Middle Ages. His aim was to problematize the fact that people believed such improbable things for a prolonged period in time and to point to possible causes of such a phenomenon. A survey of this kind could be regarded as a psychological history and Bloch partly applies Durkheim's ideas on collective beliefs and mentalities. 
In 1931, Bloch published French Rural History. This work is important for the Annals School because it uses a regressive method. Bloch believed that it was better to proceed from the known to the unknown, hence he reads history backwards. His study on feudal society examines the culture of feudalism, its sense of time, forms of collective memory and the struggles of feeling and thought. Faber In 1922, Lucien Faber published La Terrette, Evolution Humaine, translated as A Geographical Introduction to History in 1932. His work on religion is an example of a historical linguistics of the impossibility of atheism in the 16th century. Phase 2, Ernest Lebrosse. He was an economic historian who largely used quantitative methods. He also introduced the idea of conjuncture which can be translated as trend that is the connection between diverse yet simultaneous phenomena. He also adopted demographic models and mainly wrote regional history. Fernand Braudel methodological structuralism Braudel became a crucial figure of the annals movement and he reckoned by some to be the greatest historian of the 20th century and the father of modern historiography his most famous work mediterrane made him an international reputation beneath human history brodel attempted to describe deeper unities and lengthy rhythms of material life relating to the geographical environment and the structures that shape societies such as technology trading sailing routes and mentalities Only the third section of Brodel's book Return to the Events of History which are merely surface disturbances crests of form that the tides of history carry on their strong backs According to Brodel historical time is divided into three forms of movement geographical time social time and individual time Mediterrane is divided in three parts the first part is in fact a geohistory and a history of the environment in the second part he looks at the general trends of the mediterranean people writing a kind of history of structures the economic the geographical the technological etc in part 3 brodel is connected with undermining the history of events he poses individuals and events in such a broad context that they became fundamentally unimportant In civilization materially at capitalism brodel divides his objects of study into first material civilization that is where production takes place immobile second economic life the place of trade and distribution and third capital mechanism the realms of consumption where change is more rapid here again in the first part the structures of everyday life he takes a global and long term approach the second wheels of commerce is about the market economy and the ways it coexisted with the non market economy in early modernity in the third part perspective of the world he takes a systematic approach which is heavenly influenced by the world system theory of wallerstein phase 3 the new annals history of the 1960s turned away from the factual quantitative economic and descriptive social history and reaffirmed the durkheimian idea of the history of mentalities it held that the historical world was created out of perceptions not out of events and we needed to recognize that the whole of history was a construct of human impressions roman jacobson 
transmitted the linguistic theory of Saussure to Lévi-Strauss. This led to structural anthropology which influenced the later analysis school. The third generation reasserted the anthropological realm, especially through cultural anthropology, to re-emphasize politics proper and to return to history as narrative. Baudouin, for instance, replaced the notion of social rules with that of habit and strategy. Brothel's reply to this development was his last great projected work, The Identity of France, three volumes of which were published before his death, including sections on geography, demography, and economy. Contribution of Analysis School Bloch and Faber aimed to achieve a more total and a more humane integrated history that represents all aspects of men's life in a society. They also advocated the use of diverse sources and methodologies. Since such a wide-ranging, total history is beyond the grasp of any one individual, many were to be engaged in analyzing particular aspects of society. Therefore, the analysis school encouraged interdisciplinary approaches in history writing. The first editorial committee of the Annals also consisted of scholars of different disciplines. Annals historiography dreamt of someday capturing total history, which will be true history. In a way, the Annals tradition was different from positivism and Marxism. Positivism believes that all historical explanation could be achieved through scientific rationality, while Marxism believes that history could be explained through class struggle. However, in Annals historiography, there was no such permanent structuring of historical explanation. It rather preferred to study each phenomena, episode or movement with its own casual hierarchy. Nevertheless, the Annals school established one of the most important historiographic traditions in the 20th century. It has concerned itself with human beings with all their life's tensions, struggles, indecisions, conflicting and competing emotions, thoughts, experiences and mentalities. Historians such as Mark Bloch, Lucien Faber, Fernand Prodel, Georges Duby, Emmanuel de Roy, Lauder, etc. redefined the historical practice time and again by constantly innovating in themes and methods. History of economic structures, of long-term developments, of mentalities, micro-history and cultural history have all benefited significantly from the historians of this school. If you want to know about any other topic in history, please leave it in the comment box so that I can come back with it. If you want to join online classes, please contact on the number and email ID given in the description box. If you have liked the episode, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you.